Jason, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. Um, recently, it's been brought to my attention that I do this thing quite often, and it's my wife brought it up, and I know she's not doing it from a like a nagging sense. She's doing it because she loves me. But I was curious if you go through this. It's something called pastor mode. Do you ever struggle with that? I think I actually went into pastor mode today <laughs> while, while on the phone with Jess. Oh my gosh. What did you do? Tell me about it. I don't I don't even remember what we were talking about. All I know is like she she asked something or she brought something up. I can't even remember because I was like overwhelmed with the thought like oh, crap, I'm going into pastor mode. And I could like <laughs> I could like feel it coming. And like you just instantly go from like this is my wife and I'm having this conversation with her to Holy crap! I'm just monologuing, <laughs> like I'm at the, like I'm standing at a in front like in front of people at a pulpit. So it's like, see, sweetheart, this is what's going on. Like, so Paul was in prison. So when he's writing this, you think I think he's in a jail cell. Is that what you kind of went into? I don't even remember. Like, <laughs> I just like, man, I wish I could. I I can't, but because I do it all the time. That's my problem. And Jess catches me on it all the time, and she's so sweet too. Like sometimes she'll like point it out. And I get yelled at. <laughs> but other times, because I do it so often, like she just like kind of sits and just waits for me to finish. You know? <laughs> I think we were up. We were like, up. are you done now? <laughs> we were up north somewhere. And uh, I was with a group of just uh, kind of some guys that I grew up with, some people that um, grew up in the same neighborhood as us. And we kind of all experienced the same life um, events together, getting married, having kids all you know pretty close to one another. And we're just all sitting around this, uh, this table in this cabin up in Pentwater, Michigan, just having a time of our lives, talking theology. And all of a sudden, my wife looks at me and says, you're, you're doing it again. <laughs> I'm like, what? You... you you went into pastor mode. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm, we're talking theology. Like, I feel like that's a appropriate place for me to go into pastor mode yeah. when you're discussing theology with your friends. She's like, just, just tone it back a little bit. I love you. Tone it back. I'm like, dang it. It's really bad sometimes when my wife asks me, like, we'll be sitting in bed together, reading the Bible, re reading the scriptures together before we <laughs> lay our heads down on our pillows. Super Christians. Oh, yeah. And... She'll be like, I, I really don't get what that passage means. And I'll be like, well, you see, sweetheart, you know, this is what Paul was trying to convey. And actually, MacArthur says this and John Piper says this. <laughs> and you start in with a hand motion. Yep. You're doing it now. I'm doing it. <laughs> like, as you're talking to me. I'm doing like a Matt Chandler hand motion yeah. thing. Mm. By the way, Jess always criticized your hand motions when you were preaching. <laughs> she, she did. She's like, it looks like he's got like... The Dragon Ball Z, like, he's, like, forming, like, the ball. Because you do, like, this thing where you've got, like, one hand on top of the other, but, like, nothing in between. And you, like, rotate your hands over top of one each other. Like, you're forming this, like, like this ball of energy to shoot at somebody. I'm shooting the ball of energy yeah. at sinners, Jason. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that was an awesome sound effect. <laughs> so how do how do we not do the pastor mode thing because i feel like maybe it kind of comes off as arrogant and like we think it we know totally what we're talking does. <laughs> it totally comes off as arrogant because like i said just monologuing like and i'm thinking about this as it's like as i'm speaking to her like that's why i can't even remember what i was saying to her because i was like holy crap i'm monologuing and to use like a king james word i was being an ass <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like like 
That's what I was like. That's the only thing I was thinking while I was talking to her. I feel like I really go into pastor mode when somebody uses a Bible verse out of context. And I'm like, I almost like have to like <laughs> correct them. You just went with the hand motions again. And it's just you and I sitting in here. <laughs> well, there's people driving by the big yeah. window here anyway. But yeah, so let's not let's try not to go into pastor mode so much. I'm going into pastor mode in this show. I can feel it. Can you feel it? Yeah. Can you feel the pastor Stop. mode? Sorry. I just when I go into those like modes, like it's like whatever situation I'm in, we could be sitting in bed or driving in the car or whatever. It just feels like the room just kind of falls away and it's just me at a pulpit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm just like speaking, like just like delivering the word, you know? Maybe that's a good thing, though. Maybe when we actually do become pastors, if we actually become pastors, maybe... That's a good thing. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a terrible thing. (laughs) (laughs) And and we need to find a way to stop. Well, maybe we just need to, I don't know, just maybe not know as much about the Bible. Maybe we won't have to go into pastor mode so much. You sound arrogant right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let me give you guys a little bit of a preview. Jason and I are going to totally go pastor mode tonight because we're going to be speaking about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts because... When somebody says that Jesus is like another deity in history, I'm going to fight you for it. I'm going to fight until you're bloody in the face because I'm just done with these these hacks getting on YouTube and blogs and stuff and just bad mouthing yeah, Jesus. Yeah, strong conviction in your heart. Yeah, it's I've, going straight to I've your I've got fist. this righteous right. anger. Like, I'm going to start flipping over tables yeah. here soon. But anyway, guys... If, if we don't get too upset, we're going to have this episode out for you here pretty soon. This is not your pastor's podcast. NYP peers. <laughs> what? So you said that last episode. That's what you're gonna start calling them. Why is it funny when I do it? It's not funny when you do it. I don't know because you're saying it. All right, NYP peers. Well, it happened. Alex and I got kicked out of church. Oh, again. Uh, we got kicked out of church. Well, it's it. This is a little different. It's not like you had blue hair or that I had long hair. Even it's it's something different. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually okay with this. So the building that Alex and I record our podcast in is this super rad old church building, and our church has decided to try and sell it, or at the very least, they're going to winterize it. So Alex and I are out of a home. Just like Jesus, we have no place to rest our head. Our podcasting yeah, heads. Yeah, our podcasting heads. We have I'm homes. Just, yeah, I've got a nice pillow, actually. Oh I gosh. sleep well. Nice. I like a firm mattress. Well, at least the ghosts have a home to, you know, stay in. Yeah, this place is totally haunted. And we are totally going to cover that before we leave this building. So I think we have, I think we have to the end of the month before... You know, we got to move on. Unless somebody writes us a $290,000 check 
then we can keep doing the podcast. Is that what here. they're selling it for? Yep, $290,000. Yeah, so basically what that means is they're going to winterize this building and the next spring Alex and I'll be right back here because this place ain't selling for no two hundred and ninety. <laughs> Not a chance. I, I mean, it's going to cost two hundred ninety to put a new roof on this place. Yeah, it's so bad, but it's a great podcasting spot. It's so much fun. Yeah. No, I'm all for churches dumping old buildings. I mean, as much as history and stuff is in this building, and you can kind of feel that when you walk in, it's got kind of that atmosphere to you can, it. You can smell the history in this yeah. building. I mean, just these pews are just, you know, saturated with legalism over the years. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's still robes hanging up out back. You know, we got the graveyard and everything. But, no, I think I think selling this place is the right thing to do. Because, I mean, it's going to be rolled into another building, probably, or... To feed the hungry, neither yeah. or. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it makes financial sense for the church to do it. I mean, it costs totally. a lot of money to keep this old building heated and to keep the what, a couple offices that are here yeah. afloat. Yeah, there ain't, there ain't it. much happening here. Uh, honestly, like if we could sell this building and help fund some more prison trips, absolutely, next year or in the future, do it. Have you guys listened to the prison episode yet? Because you, you should. Yeah, you need to. I know it's a it's an hour and a half. It's a lengthy one, but it's it's worth it. Especially like I would really encourage you, like if you go to a church somewhere, like give that episode to your pastor and be like, we should try doing something like this. Even if it's not like, even if it's not prison ministry, you just go off to that least of these Matthew twenty five, and maybe. You know, God puts it on your heart to feed the hungry or, you know, take care of the poor or go to the prisons. Like. Yeah. Or even just visit your county jail. Just even you can probably talk to somebody in charge there and they, they would probably love your help. So, yeah. You know what, too? I want to throw this out there. Like if your church does like a sacrificial ministry, like let Alex and I know and we will like we'll put it on the show. Like because I'm all about. Churches doing ministry, building the kingdom of God, but not building their buildings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Like, I don't care about your numbers. Uh, we had an episode on that, too. <laughs> hey, go back and listen to that one on numbers if you want to hear me get angry. I don't care about numbers, but I do want to see God move. And I think God honors our American church when we're giving sacrificially. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't mean I don't mean necessarily financially, but just we're we're giving something back. We're spreading the gospel and we're not expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds so weird, but like it was so fulfilling. And like uh, Pastor Chuck said, there's something eternal about going into these places, into prisons and serving these people, knowing that you are not getting anything back. The only thing you get out of it is just seeing God move. And that's enough for sure. And you're not a fraudulent hypocrite. No. (laughs) either. At any rate... At the end of that show, we, we like to end our shows with our NYPP segment. Yeah. Hashtag Ask, ask NYPP. <laughs> so lame. And we started, what we, got. we started to cover a segment and it kind of ran long. It was another 20 minutes on top of an hour and a half episode. Yeah, we got pretty heated over this, it, this question. Did. So you want to fire that up? Yeah, let's 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 ask the question. What is what is the question, Jason? Well, that's like we gotta play like the music and stuff, Alex. Like, oh, oh yeah. And now it's time for hashtag Ask NYPP. 
questions you should have asked your pastor, but asked us instead. All right. So I was at work the other day and I had a coworker come up to me with this hashtag ask NYPP question. Mm-hmm. But he comes up to me and he says something like along the, he says something along the lines of like I watched this video on YouTube the other night and it wrecked me. I don't know what to make of it. And he sends me this video and it's called Horus, the real story behind Jesus Christ. What? Yes. And so like you crack into this video and it's talking about this Horus dude, how he's 3000 years before Christ and how he was born on December 25th of a virgin. There was a star in the east at his birth. There were three kings. He was a teacher at the age of 12. He was baptized at 30. He had 12 disciples. He was known as the truth and the light and, and the son of God. And he was betrayed, murdered, and three days later, he resurrected. Well, that's pretty convincing. Horus is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not. Nah. <laughs> uh, That's why so we're here. How do, you, how do you feel about Horace, Alex? I think he's I'm a... I'm reading your body language, and you, it seems like you're getting kind of worked up about this. Horace is a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, that is not nice to say about any deity. Okay? <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. He is. He's a punk, and he has no power, and he's just literally a cartoon on a, on a bunch of hieroglyphics. Actually, I take that back. He's probably a demon masquerading as a deity. Oh, he's uh, he's all demonic now. Yeah, I mean, if you think the Bible even says that, doesn't it? That behind like every false religion, that there's a there's a demon like running it. That's true. So that's that's where I'm at, and that's maybe where you have some of these um, some of these stories about these these different deities, and that and Horus isn't the only one. In that same video, uh, I watched it. Jason sent me the link, and I was horrified when I was watching it but at the same time did it convince you you doubt your faith no i don't it, doubt it my shake, faith at all it's shaky or red that is a ridiculously bold statement alex it doesn't doubt my faith at all because you oh. just wrote an article about doubting <laughs> you just wrote a blog about it horse doesn't make you doubt no it doesn't make me doubt because if somebody would just do a little bit of history and re- research you can find out that all these claims are completely bogus and they have no backing. And actually, one of the things that made me really upset about the video is it was definitely pushing an agenda. And it wasn't coming sure. from like a non-biased standpoint. Like, here are the facts. You guys deal with them as you may. It was definitely very much an anti-Christian, pro-atheistic approach to the subject. So that's where I was kind of like, ah, already I'm already on guard because you're you're pushing that agenda and you're not coming from like a place of like here are the facts. Here's here's the truth that I found from history. So one, let's 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 debunk this, Jason, really quick. Like oh, we're gonna we're gonna debunk it here now. We're gonna debunk it. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this question: Is there anywhere in the Bible that says that Jesus was born on December twenty fifth? Yes, Jude chapter three. Jude chapter three doesn't exist, Jason. <laughs> no, there's You're, no there's no place that says he's exactly. born on December twenty fifth. So that's like a common misconception that people just automatically think that Jesus was born on December twenty fifth because here in the Western civilization and also in Europe that we uh, celebrate Jesus's birthday on December twenty fifth doesn't mean he was actually born on December twenty fifth. In my opinion, he's probably born sometime in the spring. If Christ was not born on December twenty fifth, then I am not a Christian, Alex. Oh my gosh. 
King James. King James version. <laughs> That's not it either. What was the other thing? Um, the other thing was uh, Horus was crucified uh, just like Christ was and rose again three days later. Uh, little historical fact, uh, crucifixion as we know it, uh, being nailed to a, to a cross, was not invented and not performed until 519 B.C., so if Horus existed 3,000 years before Jesus, so 3,000 BC, there's no way he could have been crucified. So therefore, there's no way he could have resurrected three days later after his crucifixion. That's just basic history, folks. You can Google that crap. Yeah. So, you know, I'll just go ahead and say this. Like, I'm not going to buy into Horus, all right? No. I'm not sold on Horus. And you can look up any apologetic website. I'm not a big fan of apologetics, so I'm not going to spew apologetics on this show. And you, But you can go to any website. You can go onto YouTube, and you can find video after video debunking all these individual details. But to me, the devil is not in the details mm-hmm. in these stories. And there's a lot of them. It's not just Horace. There's a, there's a ton of them. So there's this book that came out in 1875 called The World's 16 Crucified Saviors. And it lists, it lists these deities one after another, all before Jesus. And the similarities between these and Jesus are pretty striking. I mean, this book, it claims, uh, you know, a number of these deities or godmen shared at least some traits of Jesus as described in the New Testament and here this this article just it starts listing out. It says it says, for example, some figures had miraculous virgin births, were sons of supreme gods, were born on December twenty fifth, had stars point to their birthplaces, were visited by shepherds and magi as infants, fled from death as children, exhibited traits of divinity in childhood, spent time in the desert, traveled as they taught, had disciples, performed miracles, were per- persecuted, were crucified, descended into hell after death, appeared as resurrections or apparitions, and ascended into heaven now like i think you start looking up these details and you will find that there is very little evidence like real actual evidence supporting all these claims but that doesn't deny that these people existed and that some of this stuff is true so so what do you do alex what if what if you can disprove 90 percent of it but 10 percent of it's still true 10% of like the facts from these things are still true. Yeah, and there's a bunch of them. It's not just Horus. It's Karishna, and it's Prometheus, and you just keep... I keep going down this list here. I know where you're going with this question. Long. I know where you're going with there's this question. There's Thor, son of Odin, is on this list. Oh, Chris Hemsworth? Yes, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is on this list. Uh, so I know where you're going with this, but if I was, if I was just to ask... Or to answer your question, sorry. I just don't see very many churches around the world that are founded after Krishna or after Horus or after Thor. All these things, all these people are all very regional or they just became extinct and aren't widely worshipped anymore. Like Krishna, I know, is still worshipped in India, but mainly just in India. Thor and Horus, they're, they're literally just cartoons now that people make fun of or that disney buys and makes a bunch of money off of the movies so what so people make fun of them but they're still 
But that's what I'm saying. Like I'm the saying stories Jason, are still there. And like you, even if you go into biblical research, you look at Justin Martyr. Like did I say that? I always say his name wrong. Martyr. Yeah. Justin Martyr. You look at him a hundred years or whatever after Christ, and he's dealing with these Greek gods who had similar stories to Jesus, that he was born of a virgin birth. Uh, I mean, these these other deities that. A lot of these details align with Jesus. So you can picture Paul on at Mars Hill. You can picture him, and he's he's delivering the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens after he gives this huge? He goes into pastor mode. Yeah. and delivers this huge. I think Paul is allowed to go into pastor mode. This huge, beautiful speech, and some people believed, but most of them are like, "What are you doing, Paul?" Like. You can see how these guys were thinking, yeah, you're preaching Jesus, but we kind of heard this before, Paul, with all these other deities. You got Horus over in Egypt. You got Dionysus or whatever here in Rome. Like, like, what do you do with those? I'm just, so here's, and this is where you're going. What separates Jesus from the rest of these? The Holy Spirit. Oh, that's where I was going to get to. No, I, I know the answer. I wanted to fight it a little bit longer because it makes me so mad, like, just just going back to Jason and I talk about the Salvation Army so much and it's it's awesome just to see how people are being healed and being saved from their addictions in the name of Jesus. You're not seeing that anywhere else. So that would that would be my my one argument, but I know ultimately the argument is the Holy Spirit has to be working in order for some people to actually receive Christ and for other people to say, you know what, it sounds too much like Horus or Thor. Or Dionysus, that's how you properly pronounce oh, it, Jason. thank you. Well, you know what? I tried, Alex. It's got a lot of vowels in it. It's really hard. There's a Y in there, and I never know what to do with a Y in the middle of a word. Yeah, well, maybe you should have studied harder in public school. No, I was just thinking, you know what? You know, I was like thinking today on my way home from work, there's not a lot of like, like we have a lot of songs about Jesus, but there's not much about Horace. So, like, I, I tried writing a Horace song. <laughs> you so did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, my I wrote gosh. this in the car. And it goes, it was, Horace, how you adore us. Oh, my God. Because you don't bore us with your church. Your song is only a chorus. Horace, Horace, Horace. <laughs> I feel like that could be, like, kind of like a... Like a Caribbean theme thing, like with like some steel drums in the background and some like a djembe maybe. Yeah. So, so like, here's my thing with all these is like, you said you're not shaken by this stuff. And I can tell you for a lot of people, they absolutely are. So like, I can identify with my coworker because like 10 years ago when I was really heavy into apologetics and I was just preaching apologetics hard on message boards, somebody hit me up with... Uh, the epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah. Talking that's... about the flood and stuff, and it wrecked me. And so, like, my coworker, he's like, man, he's like, I feel like I've had this relationship with God, and I know his son, Jesus, but then I feel like he just cheated on me. <laughs> like, he's like, that's the same feeling. Right? Like, I feel like my wife just cheated on me. Like, God just cheated on me with these people. And I was like, yeah, I know the feeling. And there are a lot of freshmen going into college who are going into a secular school mm-hmm. who got some a-hole of a uh, instructor mm-hmm. who just out to wreck the faith of these young guys because they probably just are women. You know, they probably have the faith of their parents. Yeah. And so they're just out to wreck them. And they start throwing out. I just said wrecked them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Definitely not in pastor mode there. Yep, no. Just in foolish mode there. Yeah, but they just want to ruin these kids' faith. And so they start throwing all this stuff out there. And it doesn't matter if the facts are wrong, right? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And so they can just hit you up with this list of deities before Christ, and it scares the crap out of people. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary stuff. I don't think I don't think we should treat it lightly at I all. I don't think so either. And I guess I want to I don't want to say recant my position. I'm just saying like you backsliding. Hoe. I'm not backsliding. <laughs> I just called you a hoe, and I don't know why. <laughs> why are you being so mean on this episode? I don't know. But I I can say that I have struggled with doubt in my faith, and especially there's there's these moments where. Like man, is this really all that they're that it's all cracked up to be? Is is God really there? Is God really working still? And there's a part of me that does want to quit, but then there's that part of me that wants to be. Uh, that's like John that's saying, like Jesus, is this really all that it's all cracked up to be? And then Jesus, I, I'm reminded of the words of Christ, and I think that is the Holy Spirit reminding me of uh, who he of who Christ is and what God has done for me. So. I guess I shouldn't say I don't struggle with doubt, but I, I just, I get reminded by, and I think that's the Holy Spirit reminding me of who I am, what I've been saved from. Yeah. And maybe that's why I can say confidently, like, yeah, the Horus video at first definitely freaked me out a little bit. But then once they started rolling with the facts, I just started remembering like, okay, well, that's not necessarily true. That's not yeah, true. Yeah. Well, you're, you're more studied than your average Christian. Okay. And so, like, you're going to hear some of those facts. Like, the December 25th thing, like, yeah. you and I are going to hear that and instantly laugh at it. Like, they think that's, like, a, that's a real comparison? No, it's ridiculous. And so, like, I think because you and I can shut off some of the ridiculous facts right off the top, that we can easily shut out the rest of it and say, ah, oh, you know what, they probably got their stuff. And especially when, when you watch, like, a handful of videos... And you realize that they've, they've got no evidence and you can look up the archaeologist who put all this together and realize, no, they didn't know what they were doing. They made this stuff up. Our Bill was a Mara with his religious movie or the Zeitgeist movie. Like this is how all this stuff keeps coming back up. And you can you can find interviews and go into details and how it's more of an art, less of facts, you know, when they're making these movies. Yeah, Jason, I I completely agree with you. It's definitely an art. It's definitely trying to make people think and trying to almost trying to convert people to atheism. The what what the way they structure these videos, like the the horse video. Going back to that, the whole first fifteen minutes of that video is George Carlin talking about how ridiculous and worthless religion is. So already they're pushing that agenda and. For sure. And without the Holy Spirit, it's it's almost pointless to debate these guys. Like if, if the Holy Spirit isn't working in these guys' hearts, they're obviously not going to change. They've got their side, you have your side, and it's it's just so polarizing that no side is willing to, to uh, switch or to even listen to the other person. Yeah, that's why I hate well, – I, I shouldn't say hate. Hate's a strong word. That's why I'm not a big fan of apologetics and mostly because I've been burned by them in the past. So like uh, I'd yield them like a sword. Like I'm going to have to prove you wrong. I am Aragorn of <laughs> you apologetics. atheist guy, I'm going to convert you to Jesus. Here's the facts. And <laughs> you lay them out there for people and they don't do anything. Yep. They, they don't change people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what kind of evidence you 
that I put forth to them. And obviously, honestly, it doesn't matter what kind of evidence they put forth to me. Like, like, like you said, we're already polarized. It's like, I just watched the Hillary and Trump debate, their first debate. And nobody's changing their mind after listening to that. That was, I wish I would have went to bed. That was so pointless. But uh, people's minds are already made up. You're not going to be swayed one way or the other. You're you're already going to vote for your who you're going to vote for, and yeah. it's kind of like the same same with this. And so, like the main thing to remember is Jesus changes people, God changes people, you don't change people. Yep. And it doesn't matter what facts you put out there for somebody if the Holy Spirit's not working for them, it's not going to happen. So for the for the Christian out there listening to this. Maybe I can provide you with a little bit of comfort, like and so I get a little. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into pastor mode, Alex. Oh, are I'm, you are you gonna read something from the scripture? I am going to read something from the scripture. Lay it on me, brother. What do you got? Yeah, so bring like, the word. So like figures like Jesus, who claimed to be the savior of the world, uh, they existed before Jesus, and the Bible points that out. There's there's this Pharisee in the book of Acts, a well known Pharisee. His name is Gamaliel. And he says this, and in Acts chapter 5, Peter and the apostles are preaching Jesus. They're thrown into jail. They get out of jail. They go right back to preaching Jesus. And the Pharisees get together and they're like, we need to get rid of these guys. They're speaking heresy. They're speaking mm-hmm. Jesus. Let's get them gone. And so they're having this council and Gamaliel stands up and he says this. He's a, he's a teacher of the law and honor of all the people, he stood up and gave orders to to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Thutis rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in those days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this is the plan of this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, then you will not be able to overthrow them. And to me, it's like, okay, you had these guys who said, yeah, here here I am. I'm the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And when they died, nothing happened. Yep. Listen, there is not a church on every corner of the United States praising and singing songs to Horus. No, there's not. Because of all the good and magnificent works that Horus does. So don't be discouraged. This isn't like a new problem that just popped up overnight. Like, oh my goodness, there's more people besides Jesus that came before Jesus. Like, no, they they were already out there. We we can disprove them. We got some a little bit of biblical evidence. If you're atheist, it's not going to change your mind, right? If it's a Christian, maybe I provided you some comfort. But here's the thing as a Christian is if you're going to proclaim Jesus, just get ready to humble yourselves and wear some egg on your face. Yep, absolutely. Because that's just the, the whole Bible is oriented that way. We're, we're preaching foolishness to people. I mean, the the whole story of the cross is complete foolishness. If you sit back and think of it logically, it makes zero sense. But here, it's altered the way you and I live, Alex, and mm-hmm. it's altered the way people live, and we're still talking about it and still moving along some 2,000 years later. The church kind of looks like this bumbling monster of a Frankenstein <laughs> compared yeah. to the body of Christ, but it's still moving. Yeah. 
So I don't know. You think we wrapped it up? I think we wrapped it up. Um, I think, though, I think we can do one more thing before we close out the episode, if you wouldn't mind. You know, all this Horace talk got me thinking of something. Uh-oh. And it kind of really spurred in me this this idea of doing a new segment oh my that I'd like to call Animal Facts for Jason. Oh, you loser. And now it's time for Animal Facts for Jason, the part of the show where Jason learns something about animals. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to our new segment. This is so stupid. What? This I, is stupid, I didn't Alex. Tell, I didn't tell Jason that I was going to do this. I said, hey, I got a new segment for you, and I just want you to... I'm not going to tell you what it is, because I just want you to be completely organic and transparent. Like, Oh, my goodness. So if you've listened to any of our past episodes or follow Jason's wife on Facebook... He, slander is what she does. It's not slander. It's you, embarrassing you post it all. You're a grown man, and you know as much animal facts as a seven-year-old, Jason. Maybe less. You know what scares me? Not a Trump presidency or a Hillary presidency, but a world where men like you don't know their animal facts. I just don't think they're really that necessary. Let, let me ask you this question. Who made the animals, Jason? God. Yeah, and why did he make them? I don't. I honestly don't know. So that we could enjoy his <laughs> creation and worship him and like think about, wow, look at these animals. Like these are so awesome. They're so intricately made and they work within this ecosystem. Come on, Jason. Am I going pastor mode a little bit? Well, he, you know, Adam named them, right? I didn't have to name them. So I like I can appreciate them so, and still not know what they're named. So here we go. So we've been talking about Horus a lot in this episode. Aww. So it got me thinking Horus has the man has a man's body. And he has the head of a falcon. So are you listening, Jason? I'm going to tell you some falcon facts. Okay? And more specifically, peregrine falcon facts. It's They're, a bird. It's not just a bird. It's a bird of prey. It's in the raptor family. Let me ask you this. The raptor family? The raptor family. You're already so far over my head. <laughs> you are. Like, I'm not even like... you got to break it down into cats and dogs. Like... And now you're bringing there's birds not into a, it. There's not a... <laughs> Here we go. Did you know, Jason, that peregrine falcons are the fastest animal on the planet? Fastest animal. They go 235 or 30 miles an hour when they do their dive bombs to get their prey. 230 miles per I'm hour. I'm not going to retain any of this. You will listen up because this is the whole point of the segment. I want All right. I want you to know your animal facts because this is important to me. It's important to your family. It's important to the country. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> this will profit nobody. Uh, I think lots of people are going to like this segment. Okay, fine. So if, if if we if this segment gets 5 likes, we're going to keep doing it. Continue. Okay. Fastest animal on the planet, peregrine falcons, 230 miles an hour. It's the cheetah. What? Nothing. Cheetah is actually slower. Oh, whatever. By like a third. Anyway. All right, keep going. So they use this, uh, they use this tactic to dive bomb their prey and literally the impact, not their talons or anything else, the impact is what kills the animal. Now they're primarily bird hunters, Jason. And they've also been known as the duck hawk because they're one of their chief prey is waterfowl and different ducks. You know what waterfowl is? Birds that live by the water. Okay, I'll, I'll, that's right. I'll, that's a gimme. Okay, you don't know the that. The next one. time my boys ask me because this comes up a lot, we'll be driving by a pond and there'll be like some waterfowl in it, <laughs> and I don't know which is which. 
So I'll just, I can tell that to the boys from now on. I can be like, when they go, Daddy, what's that? I'll be like, it's some waterfowl, son. <laughs> so I, I, I take it back, Alex. I have profited from this. This so man, keep going. Huh? So you you like it so far? You yeah, learned I'm something? intrigued. I have. So uh, peregrine falcons weigh about two pounds. They live up to about seven to fifteen years. Some some peregrine falcons live to be twenty years old in captivity. Okay, that's a long time. They lay about three to four eggs, and guess what, Jason? They okay. mate for life. Well, now we're talking. See, they're now very monogamous. They're very monogamous, yeah. unlike some of our presidential candidates. Um, <laughs> you're an A double states. <laughs> That's a code swear word. <laughs> it's also in the King James. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Also, um, not only do they lay three to four eggs at a time, and not they lay or or they um, mate for life, but also the male and the female will rotate incubating the eggs. So it's not just. The male goes off with his buddies and has fun and just leaves the the female at home at the nest to incubate the, and take care of the babies. The male is also very active. So we could learn something from this as dads. Like we need to be an active participant with our children and taking care of them, which actually goes back to our, our second episode that we had. So do I need to like lay on my children? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you need Keep to incubate them. But anyway, no, that's that's those are my those are my uh, falcon facts for you, Jason. I, okay. I want you to learn something because it's troubling to me that you don't know. Well, I'm just glad it's on an episode now and I'll come back to this later on in life. And what was it called? again? Animal facts for Jason. <laughs> no, the bird. Oh, peregrine falcon. Yeah. Peregrine. Per, peregrine. Penguin. <laughs> Penguins are a completely different. Still in the per, bird category. Yeah. So good Mark luck with that. Yeah. All right, guys, a couple housekeeping things before we wrap up the show. So two podcasts I really want you guys to check out if you're into podcasting. If you're into our podcast, definitely check out these two. Uh, Probably Wrong Podcast, some friends of mine, Brandon and Andrew, they just released an episode that I wholeheartedly agree with. It's about college. Go listen to it. Um, th- we're not going to do an episode about college on Not Your Pastor's Podcast. Because- we do five episodes on college now. <laughs> they got me all fired up. I got so many great points. I'm just playing. But no, just go listen to their podcast about college and they have some other good ones too. Um, Just go listen to them. They're really good friends of mine and they're actually doing a good job. Also, another podcast we want you guys to check out, Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. They're kind of like our our sister podcast. Yeah, the interesting thing is they got started right at the exact (laughs) same time that we Almost exact same name. (laughs) Yeah, it was so bizarre. Like, I think... He messaged me just a few days after we were both registered on iTunes. Like he searched for his and found ours. But now we're like really good friends. Yeah. They they we message on Facebook a lot. And it's actually kind of cool because they're out of Maryland. So. And they're real pastors. Yeah. <laughs> the two of them are. And, and then there's Topper. <laughs> Topper. Actually, Topper's my favorite. But their most recent... He could have his own show. I could do without the other two. <laughs> oh, so mean to Eric and Shane. Well, Shanks. they're mean to Topper. That's all I'm saying. Oh, anyway, uh, their most recent episode, I really appreciated, Jason, because they talked about something that's not talked about a lot, and that's uh, postpartum depression for women after they have their children. So I think that's just a great episode to listen to. And I know in my, my friends group especially, there's a lot of new moms, so I think that's beneficial for them to check yeah. it out. Definitely. Uh, also, other thing, 
our hashtag AskNYPP. Ever since we've announced it, we've had questions almost every week, but we want to keep that thing rolling because, man, we just love answering questions and have a dialogue with you guys. It's kind of almost like your way to communicate back to us like, hey, like I have this question. Could you guys answer it on the show? It's almost it's just a way for you guys to kind of like put your input into the show. Yeah, I want to pick the best one and run with it at the end of every show. I think I think they're fun. Anyway, we're going to release this you episode. You need to quit eating the jelly beans, Alex. They're so good. This You're tanking cool. up on jelly pills. You need to stop because we're trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you keep eating them, then you're backing away from the mic, and your voice is going to get all echoey and everything. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for your support. Leave us a review on iTunes, comment, and hang out with us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, do all all three of those. All of it. We love you guys, and always remember keep your stick on the ice. Songs your chorus, oh Horus, <laughs> oh Horus. <laughs> <laughs>